super grateful to be with you guys this morning and uh, just have an opportunity just to, to check in. I was reflecting mm. on prayer this morning and uh, we'll have a, a live talking about falling in love with this moment and, um, and yeah, really going into how we can be more effective in our relationships and expressing love. That'll be happening on uh, Radhika underscore Das on his uh, Instagram page today, a friend of ours in London. And I uh, was reflecting on, on prayer this morning because he was asking to lead a prayer, lead a meditation in that Instagram live as well. And so just really uh, feeling nourished, nourished from the experience so far this morning already and excited to be able to share with you guys and connect our individual soul to the universal soul, connect our individual heart to the divine heart, our our soul is looking to express that love, is looking for that connection, seeking that in every moment of our life. And in prayer, we have an opportunity to just part the ways, whatever distance may be separating us from experiencing truth and deep connection to the divine, to the eternal reality, that just by tapping into prayer, we can connect to that. So I'm going to close our eyes, find a comfortable seat wherever you guys are, and tap into your breath. And just feel yourself comfortable in your seat or your standing posture, wherever you are. Coming into a place of receiving, allowing for these words to enter into your consciousness and to touch your heart, to touch your soul. Prayer is an open line, just like we're tuning into this prayer online right now. We're able to, at any moment of our life, pause and tune in within our hearts. And we have the intention to connect with the divine. All it takes is a moment of surrender. And that connection is available to us. It's alive and it gives our hearts and minds so much solace to be with you, our divine Lord, our divine mother, our divine father, to be in a living dialogue with our divine beloved. My Lord, I need you in my life. Please awaken divine knowledge within my consciousness. Free me from doubt and delusion. Help me forgive myself and anyone who has hurt me in my life. Let me be steady in happiness and distress, birth and death. Let me walk through this life fearless. Help me to walk through this life in a mood of nonviolence, being equal to all those that I come into contact with and satisfied of what comes of its own accord. All that I seek in my life is found in you. Let me seek you with all my life and all my soul. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Mm. Good morning. So beautiful. Happy Monday morning, Baba. Happy Monday. Is it Monday or is it Tuesday? It's Monday. I've literally lost track of time. I don't know if anybody else is that case, but like Saturday, yesterday was Sunday, and um, I, I had to go to the laundromat yesterday because in New York City, that's how we do it. We have a laundry mat in our building and it was like you know we, we cannot laundry cannot be canceled and so my wife and i were asking like is laundry like an essential business like we were wondering if they're closed or not 
And I was like, I have to be, people got to do their laundry. And, and I went there and it was so crowded. And I wasn't then that I remember that it's Sunday afternoon because that's the worst time to go to a laundromat is Sunday afternoon. And, um, and, uh, but I was like, what day, the time, it's just all blurring together. I don't know if anyone else is having that experience. Yeah, the days have blurred, yeah. And so uh, <laughs> you know, we we used to, um, at the Bucky Center, we used Slack as a communication tool. And we used to just like, just only communicate with work stuff on this communication platform. But since coronavirus, it's, you know, we're just, we're texting work, we're emailing, we're WhatsApping, we're calling all hours of the night, the day. It's just like all hands on deck. It's like just like throwing every convention out the window and we're just doing whatever we need to, to get going. And so anyways, standard rules aren't applying. Standard rules are not applying. Um, so yeah, I guess it is Monday morning, at least here in New York, maybe wherever else you're tuning in from. And so uh, good morning. Welcome. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Glad that you're here. Um, I'm Doyle Grungadas. This is my good friend Vera Budra. Vera, and how are you doing this morning, Vera? I'm doing good. You know, had a yeah, had, had a, a beautiful morning so far, and and um, mm. just uh, you know, every day is different in meditation. Every day is different, and uh, today mm. I was, I was, uh, I was able to laugh at myself in a different way. I was able to laugh at how controlling the mind you know how controlling that my mind can be and uh yeah. you know just really want to grab onto stuff really just want to you know have mm. ideas and you know have a blast you know while i'm i'm sitting down with the intention to connect with god and yeah. uh and my my mind is going through you know uh a million uh circumstances and situations and and mm. uh, my intention is like just hear this mantra just hear this mantra. Just hear this mantra. I'll say it a thousand times while I'm, while I'm yeah. chanting, you know, just to remind us, just soften. I just, okay, so let, let your mind, yeah. let it come in and let it flow. Just yeah. come back to this mantra. My mind today, it was, it was busy. It was staying very, very <laughs> busy, staying very active. And, and uh, it wasn't probably until, you know, I, I meditate for about an hour and a half a day. And um, it wasn't until probably, you know, an hour and 20 minutes into it that I just was like, you know what, like, man, like, I don't have, I don't even have the power to control my mind. Mm. I don't have the power to control my mind. And so, okay, if I don't have the power to control my mind, then all right, God, like, you know what, if you're gonna, if you're gonna allow for me to connect with you deeply in prayer and meditation, that is, uh, that's your gift. You know, I surrender to you, because I'm, I'm not able to do it on my own. I surrender that to you. And the last 10 minutes of the meditation were just this beautiful, blissful, sweet connection, you know, mm. uh, the first hour and 20 minutes, it was like, you know, I probably heard like 10 mantras out of the whole, <laughs> the whole time. And so, yeah, just, uh, yeah, every day is gonna, gonna be different. And um, every day is gonna, um, yeah, bring in a different opportunity for growth. Every day is gonna bring in a, a different challenge. Um, some days we're going to be surfing. We're going to be, feel like we're surfing on a wave mm. of, of God's grace mm. and will, and we're on top of the world and we're cruising. Mm. And, and the next day, you know, we, we may not, um, we may be sitting in stagnant waters. Um, yeah. And, yeah. And it just, yeah. So I, I'm, feeling, um, I'm feeling grateful that I, I have this opportunity with you and with everybody to yeah, reflect and, and to be able to see, see the opportunity whether it's yeah. stagnant waters or it's mm. uh, depression or sadness or fear, or anxiety, the opportunity to yeah. give that as an offering to God as well and to use that as an opportunity to yeah. connect with God. 
Beautiful. Thanks for being vulnerable and real with us. Yeah, the, yeah. the mind is is unwieldy at times. Anyone else out there figure out how to perfectly harness their mind? You got it under full control. <laughs> if, you, if you if you do, let us know. We'd love to hear it. Um, Krishna tells Arjuna in the Bhagavad Gita that uh, um, anyone know out there the mind is more difficult to control than even the wind. Wind. Even the yeah. wind. You know what I mean? It's like imagine going out on a windy day and just holding your arms out and just like controlling the wind, you know? Chris mm. is saying that's easier. That would be easier than controlling your mind. You know, the mind is just, it's like, oh my God, geez Louise. Mm -hmm. So somebody wrote Pr Pranav Shali said, ooh, I love that, give that to God too. And so it's totally true. It's Krishna saying that, you know, the mind, Krishna tells us in the Bhagavad Gita is that it's the, it, it can be our, our worst enemy or our best friend. Mm. Our worst enemy, our best friend. And we, we've been talking a lot in the last few days about bringing, bringing Krishna into all our relationships. So bringing divinity into all our relationships. Because I think anxiety comes when we think we have to figure it out. Mm. Anxiety comes when I have to figure it out, but I don't either have the strength or the time or the knowledge or the information or um, the certainty. And so there's a lot of fear and insecurity. Mm -hmm. And so that we can release that anxiety and insecurity when we start to realize that we're not alone. I mean, that's mm -hmm. kind of the one of the most comforting things you can ever hear. Like I remember when I, I, uh, when I was 18 years old, I dropped out of school and I became a monk. And for 10 years I lived as a monk and I stayed out of, I, I, I didn't go back to school until years later. And I actually went back to school when I was a monk, like eight years into being a monk or something. And I, I went to Columbia University for a semester. And I went in full robes, I had orange robes and a shaved head and a sika, and you know, it was just just strutting it on campus like that. You know, just, just rocking it that way, you know. And I sat in class and and I had my first it was like an English writing class. I had my first papers that I needed to write. I had it written a paper in I don't know, like however long. And somebody wrote a couple of days ago on the on the comment that, you know, I I've known Doyle Grunga for ten years and I met him ten years ago and that's the most I've ever heard him talk, you know, on this thing. Because I, I changed as a person. I was a lot quieter kid at one point in my life. So anyway, I had to write this paper. I literally was having like panic attacks and freakouts. Like, how am I gonna write a three page paper? Which now that I write papers it's like a oh, three-page paper we're all put together mm. but it was like how do I have more than like three sentences and I was like and I had two classes and I was freaking out like oh my I can't do this mm. and so my advisor we all had advisors academic advisors met with all of us and sent an email out to all the students mid-semester it was like hey I'm sure that you're stressed out and a lot is going on I just want you to know that I'm here for you and you're gonna get through this and everything's gonna be okay mm. and somehow I just remember I always remember that email like eight years later like just wow someone reaching out to me who's been through it before who's seen many students pass through this and say you know what all I needed to hear was somebody saying you're not alone and you're gonna be okay mm. and I was okay I made it I ended up writing a paper and uh, mm. but that was just a small example but it was just it was just a highlight for me that wow I didn't I didn't need someone to write the paper for me I didn't need someone to drop me out of school I didn't need the, all the I just needed someone to tell me you're not alone you're going to be okay. And sometimes that's all we need to hear and for it to yeah. be true and to know that. And Krishna is speaking to that, speaking us to that. He's sending us that email every morning, every day, every moment. Krishna is <laughs> wow. saying, you're not alone and you're going to be okay. Yeah. And it's a moment to moment practice for us. To lean. We're not going to believe it every moment. I don't believe it every moment. Mm. It's not like, okay, now I need to believe that every moment, but I can start to believe it one additional moment 
or a few extra moments. And, and the journey of spiritual life is simply trying to get to the place where I am believing that at every moment. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't take away all my fears and anxieties and, and, and doubts and worries and challenges and struggles, but it helps me navigate through them in a way where I make it out the other side. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so yeah, so we're, we're not alone. We're not, we're not Christians here at every moment. And so I mean, that's, that's the spiritual journey. Yeah, go ahead, please. What do you think? Yeah, well, I, I love how you're, you connected, um, you know, you connected the mind, right? And, and it, the mind yes, being so difficult mind. to control. Yes, bring it back and, to the mind. Well, yeah, I mean, and just how you connected that to that story because it's so powerful. It's, you know, in those moments of uncertainty, in those moments of, of unclarity or not feeling that we're enough or not feeling whatever it is in those moments, that you could see, okay, on your own, you know, you, you're not going to make it right on your own. Like you're, you're not getting past four sentences on the paper. Right. <laughs> you know, it's like, but then, you know, okay. It's like, it's like, okay, wow. Like I have a teacher, right. I have someone who's written thousands of papers and graded thousands, thousands of papers and has tutored yeah. students and has helped facilitate them on the journey of writing papers right on this journey yeah. of, of writing and expressing yeah. that way and uh you know okay so if i want to control my mind you know is, is it something that i do on my own you know if yeah. i'm in that place of anxiety and fear and uncertainty is that mm-hmm. something that i'm going to do on my own and yeah and, and uh yeah. i was thinking about that and, and just how you connected that i think that's that's powerful right okay actually controlling my mind isn't something i'm going to do on my own Right. It's like, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm struggling. Right. I have a relationship with God. If it was just me and God on an island with our, with, with our, our, our meditation practice and our prayer practice, that's one thing. But, you know, while we're together, while we're in this world of connection and opportunity for connection, we're going to experience connection with God through each other. Yeah. You know? and, yeah. And, and so I, I love how you tie that together. I think that's, that's brilliant. And, yeah. uh, and, and it sounds like you're able to, Get your papers. Uh... Now I know how to write a paper. I can do it. No problem. And you know what I? You know what I did that first semester in that paper. You know what I? You know what I did? What got me through it? Hey, Ananda, good to see you, Anandini. Um, is um, I went to the tutoring center. You know, yeah. it was the first time I ever did it, and I still remember the tutor that I met. She was a grad student, super, super helpful. I had to reach out to help. I had to reach out for help, and I had to go and show up and be there. And and she taught me something so valuable that I still remember for writing papers and, it, and it, I think it applies to spiritual life. This is my, my analogy, my journey of writing, writing English papers at Columbia university, translating to my spiritual practice is um, they said that in writing papers, she said, don't get stuck writing your first paragraph. Sometimes you write the first paragraph last, but sometimes you think that don't get stuck writing your first paragraph. She said, just start writing. Mm-hmm. And maybe you'll start writing your second paragraph or maybe you'll start writing your third paragraph or just just write something down and maybe it'll mm-hmm. be useful for a later part of your paper. Like, don't think you've got to write your opening sentence right at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Just start writing. And she would give me exercises where I want you to start writing. And and she'd be sitting there next to me doing some other work. And she saw me pausing. She's like, are you paused? She's like, what, are you, you're writing your first paragraph, aren't you? She said, stop it. Just keep writing. Mm-hmm. And... And I was like, oh, yeah, for sure. Because immediately you think, is this the perfect first sentence? Is this how I want to open it? I don't even know how I want to open it because I haven't even written it yet. So how do I right. know how I want to open it? Right. And so I think that sometimes there's a spiritual paralysis sometimes. I was saying this yesterday to a, a group. I had an online sangha group. I was reading the first time I read Srimad Bhagavatam, Sacred Literature. 
it's such a big book. I was so intimidated by it. I literally stared at the first verse for like a month thinking like, how am I going to, how am I even going to approach this? The you know, first like, of 18,000 verses. The first of 18,000 verses with a commentary that is like 10 pages long. I was wow. like, I was just so intimidated. And it's very like, it was very philosophical and kind of like complex. And there's a lot in there. And I was just like, I got this, this like study paralysis. And mm -hmm. I think that like, even, even for yourself in your meditation this morning, you know, you said you're there for an hour and a half and the first hour and 20 minutes was just like wrestling with the mind and the last 10 minutes, like a connection came through. And so imagine if we determine the whole practice based on those first 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes it's like, like I, I, I say this sometimes, like we sometimes think of meditation or spiritual life as like some sort of spiritual Advil, you know, mm -hmm. I'm feeling depressed or I'm feeling anxiety. So let me take, what, what's the pill I could take? You know, I have a headache, so I'm gonna take an Advil for my mind. I'm feeling a stomachache, I'm gonna take a Pepto-Bizzle for my stomach. I'm feeling depressed or anxiety, let me chant a quick mantra to pull me out of it. And it's like, that's not how it always works, where we just kind of have these little spiritual rabbit feet in our pocket that we pull out. Okay, I wanna feel better. But it's, it's, it's an investment in a relation. Imagine if we treated people like that. Mm. Imagine if I treated people like that, like, oh, I want to feel better. It's like, oh, how's it going? Oh, I'm just feeling really down. I need you to lift me up. Yes, we need that. That's, that's what relationships are for. But if that's all we invest in a relationship, as I only come to you when I need something, mm -hmm. I only come when I'm looking to be brought up, that's a very one-sided relationship. And mm -hmm. so relationships require investment. Mm -hmm. Even when we don't feel like it, even when I don't feel like I'm getting something out of it, I'm in a, I'm in a, 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 a long-term relationship, whether it's my uh, spouse or my kids or my family or my friends. Um, I'm going to show up and invest mm -hmm. even when it's hard, even when I don't get something out of it because I, I want to be in this for the long term. And so spiritual life is, is, is very much like that where mm -hmm. we show up even if it's like, okay, I chanted today and I still feel blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. Okay, it's not working. And then we move on to something else. No, we got to stick with it because the mm -hmm. returns come over time. Just like your meditation practice this morning, I think is a great example. Yeah, yeah totally. And, and what I'm hearing from that is commitment, you know, and, and I, was, uh, yes. I, I, was, I was reading in, in Burujan, uh, his uh, Japa book, talking about meditation. So after my meditation, I was like, you know what, let me, uh, let me go do a little refresher. Let me, let me gather <laughs> some meditation inspiration. And, uh, and it was so, um, so beautiful, what Shula Prabhupada was saying is, you know, just right on what you're talking about right now is like, commit to your practice, right? Commit yes. to commit to sitting down. I love it. Andy Stanley, uh, North Point Community Church, she talks about, you know, make that time, like have that special yes. place you sit down each day and that special time that you sit down each day, whether it's for a minute, it's five minutes, it's mm. 10 minutes, it's for an hour, whatever that is, and just commit to going and sitting down there for 10 minutes a day, for five minutes a day. And over time, that relationship develops, right? Over time, it's like, I'm showing up to give, I'm showing yes. up to connect, I'm showing up to express my love express gratitude and that yes. relationship may go like this but i'm steady in my commitment i'm showing up yeah. steady in my commitment so i i love that principle um of yeah. commitment and mm. uh and over time right over time okay if, I, mm. if i'm sharing this vision with god if i'm sharing the vision that yeah. we are yeah. falling in love you know that uh -huh. and that's going to take time and, and i've yeah. got my crap that i've got to clear mm. out in order to express that love but but we are sitting down together each day. I'm committed to falling in love with you. That's why yes. I'm showing up. I'm gonna feel like crap some days. I'm not gonna feel like doing it some days, but the commitment to that vision 
is what it, it keeps me coming to sit down on that mat and, yeah. and to be able to be able to um to be able to see that come one, one day and see those those glimpses of it throughout our practice those glimpses come you know but that, that i'm yeah. committed to this i'm committed to this love and i know that if i if i show up and i give my energy day yeah. after day it's an investment it's an investment that's going to keep on building keep yeah. on growing so totally if a relationship isn't working it's always two-sided mm -hmm. it's always my side of the street and so if we approach sometimes if if that's why i you know bhakti is so personal that it's it's spiritual life spiritual practice is a relationship it's not just a technique or routine like like you were quoting this book japa by burjan prabhu he said he wrote this book about meditation practice of japa of, of chanting and he describes the whole thing is that it's a relate there's these techniques but at mm -hmm. the end of the day, it's a relationship. Just like there are techniques of relationship, things you can do to help a relationship. But at the end of the day, it's still a relationship. Mm -hmm. And so it's very personal. And so how, if, 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 the relation, if I'm struggling in the relationship, the first place I look at is what is my partner doing wrong? No, that's not it. That's a joke. Fear's <laughs> like, you're blowing it. You're blowing it, Doyle. I don't know what you're reading, but you're, that's not, we're not on the same page. No, it's not what is my partner doing. It's like, it's, it's, it's what can I adjust in myself? What what can I do to try to improve improve what I'm offering into this relationship and how I'm receiving what's coming into this relationship? And that's a spiritual life. That's what spiritual life is, not just a spiritual technique or a day. It's 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 the yogi lifestyle, it's the bhakti lifestyle, it's this spiritual life where my entire life starts to revolve around my spiritual aspirations. Because mm. my goal is to fall in love with Krishna. My goal is to fall in love with the higher power. And to have that love um, just uh, infuse every aspect of my life. And therefore, it, it redefines how I go about every activity of my day. Every activity of my day can start to become informed by my spiritual values and aspirations. Mm -hmm. um, because if I'm in a relationship, what I do will affect my ability to show up in that relationship. Mm -hmm. And so it's it's almost like the accountability we create to ourselves of how we live can be a simple question of how is what I'm doing right now going to affect how I show up in my relationship with Krishna? Mm -hmm. How is what I'm doing right now going to affect my relationship with my japa or my kirtan or my chanting? How is this going to affect my relationship with, with myself? When I sit down to spend some quiet time, what's going to surface up? you know, from my subconsciousness, all the music, all the movies, all the food, all the sites, all the, everything I put into my consciousness eventually re regurgitates, resurfaces back up when we sit down to pray or to meditate or to engage in, 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 in relationship, mm -hmm. you know? And so- I love it. I yeah. love it. Yeah, you're hitting, I mean, you're hitting so many principles today. I'm just like, I'm mining, I'm, I'm mining, <laughs> I'm mining your heart right now. And, uh, and, and appreciating, yeah, yeah. yeah appreciating the, yeah. the principle of, you know, what am I, am I looking at the other person, right? Am I blaming mm. God? Am I blaming my partner? Am I blaming mm. my coworkers? Am I blaming mm. my friends? Am I, am I saying, you know what, I'm coming into this relationship and you know what, you're not pulling your end of the bargain, right? And so I'm gonna start, mm. I'm gonna stop showing up. And Deanna and I, we often talk about in our relationship, I remember having a conversation, we were like, are we 50-50? Like, I'm 50% <laughs> responsible and you're 50% responsible, you know? And we get in that place and it's like this tug of war, right? It's like, oh, but I think like, I, I'm doing my 50% or you doing your 50%. It's like, no, like, 
I want to show up a hundred percent. I want to do that. I want to do that for myself. Like that's empowering for myself. Like that's the expression of my higher consciousness. That's the expression of my heart. That's the expression of my soul. I want to show up a hundred percent in that right frame yeah. of consciousness. Yeah. I want to do that. And so whether I'm on my mat or I'm, I'm sitting down to meditate or I'm coming into a conversation with my wife and that, that you're pulling that out right now. It's like, what am I coming to the table with? What is the mm. offering that I'm bringing to the table? And uh, yeah. it's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's mm. beautiful. Somebody just shared in the comment, I always know when I'm not right with God, when I'm evaluating what percent my partner is doing. Right. <laughs> it's so, it's so interesting. It's, it's so interesting. Like, you know, you sit down for any like relationships counseling or a couple of people ask you, are, 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 are you asking somebody else? What's, what's wrong with your relationship right now? What's the first thing somebody says? Well, they do this, 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 and this, and this, if they right. would stop this, 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 or start this and this things would change and be better. It's yeah. never, I've, I've never heard. I've, I've, I've never, I've never answered the question myself personally. <laughs> and I've never heard another person answer. What's wrong with your relationship? Well, I think it's me. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, 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 I think it's, I think, you know, I think it's my, I think it's my passive aggressiveness. Mm. I think it's my, my selfishness. Mm. And I, I just don't respect and value my partner enough. I think that's really the issue in our relationship. You know what I mean? If, if, if I just gave that answer from the get-go, mm -hmm. the, the therapist would just be like, yeah, uh, you, you got it. Um, work on that, man. <laughs> uh, you can pay me Venmo or cash. <laughs> and so, you know what I mean? But it's, it's always oh, something else going wrong. And so I think, and I think for us to start doing that in a loving and humble way where we're not just lashing and beating ourselves up, that's also a theme we're talking a lot about. Because then it's the flip side is it's like, I am such a lousy partner and I'm so unlovable and so unworthy relationships. I screw everything up. It's all me. And I think that that's the, the flip side of the same um, misconception, but it's just, it, it's how can we do that in a hope giving way in an exciting way where it's like, Oh wow, I can improve my relationships. I can improve my spiritual practice by just becoming a little more self-aware mm. and, um, and, 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 and just inviting, inviting, um, direction into my life a little mm -hmm. bit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so, yes. Starting with that self-awareness, starting with, okay, how can I, um, how can, how can I show up in a way that's really serving? How can I yeah. show up in a way that's really contributing to my relationship yes. with God, to my relationship yes. with everyone around me? And, and, uh, I yeah. love it. Yeah. Caroline wrote, we control the mind or solve the problem by our intelligence. But if we don't, we can't do it by our own intelligence, then we approach a higher intelligence. Yeah, exactly. And I think that that's where we started from today is that inviting um, Krishna reminding us that we're never alone. We're going to be okay because he's here with us, mm -hmm. because he's here with us. And th there were these verses from the Bhagavad Gita yesterday, Vera, that we didn't get to read that maybe we'll just read real quick today and then we can have them as a closing thought and then we can, can maybe we can speak on these verses for a few days. It's the ninth chapter, verse 30 and 31. If you um, have a copy of the Bhagavad Gita, I suggest you grab one or if you just in general in your life, it's, it's basically a, a large email from Krishna. So it's a large file. It might take a little bit to download, but it's worth it. Uh, buy extra iCloud space so you can fit it in your brain. 
Um, might need to empty out a few other files in order to make room, but it's a good investment. Or you can just go to vedabase.com, V-E-D-A-B-A-S-E, Veda, V-E-D-A, Vedabase. And it's an online resource of free literature that's really beautiful. Um, but anyways, we're in the Bhagavad Gita, chapter 9, verse 30 and 31. Um, and these purports are really rich, but we'll just read the verse, um, the, these two verses. Maybe you want to read these two verses, just the two verses for us, Vera. Sure. Even if one commits the most abominable action, if he's engaged in devotional service, he's to be considered saintly because he's properly situated in his determination. He quickly becomes righteous and attains lasting peace. O son of Kunti, declare it boldly that my devotee never perishes. Mm, why don't you just read them, read them again one more time just so we can meditate on them and sink it deep. Even if one commits the most abominable action, if he is engaged in devotional service, he's to be considered saintly because he's properly situated in his determination. He quickly becomes righteous and attains lasting peace, O son of Kunti. Declare it boldly that my devotee never perishes. Mm -hmm. So sweet. For me, I hear that. Declare it boldly that my devotee never perishes. It's a, it's a hope. You know, mm -hmm. that we, we, uh, we, um, we're not going to, we're going to make, we're going to pull out of it. Krishna's going to pull us out of it. Mm -hmm. And, um, our saving grace is not our strength or it's not our intelligence. It's not our wittiness or it's not our, we're going to muscle through. It's our determination. Mm -hmm. Like Krishna's saying, you're going to make mistakes mm -hmm. and that's just part of the game. Mm -hmm. Don't get too wallowed in them because if you're sincere you will you will rectify the ship and i will i will redirect you and so our sincerity and termination is the key yeah you reminded me i just i had written down just a, a thought a reflection god receives the energy and intention by mm. which we pray and practice and krishna says in the back of you i reciprocate with you accordingly yeah. he reciprocates with the state of our heart what's the quality of our heart am i yearning for that connection when we're and i, and I was thinking about it when we're with a friend or when we're with a lover, right? It's the anticipation. It's the shared enthusiasm for coming together that makes it magical, right? And God's looking for that experience. God's looking for that quality of experience. What am I bringing? What am I bringing into that relationship? You know? mm, so beautiful. Thank you. A good friend at DTG shared that it takes so much effort to monitor expectations from a relationship especially when they're not met from whom we expected. So, you know, what do I do when I'm expecting something in a relationship? I'm not getting it. It requires mm -hmm. compassion and forgiveness and daily self check-ins. I think that is mm -hmm. such a powerful uh, reminder is um, to just check in with ourselves on a regular basis. Because so much of, so much of, of what the destruction that we experience in our personalized and relationship is when we're reacting to things and we don't even know we're reacting to them. Mm -hmm. It's like, Oh, there's an expectation here that wasn't met. Just being aware of that is powerful. Mm -hmm. I expect mm -hmm. you to do this. Mm -hmm. it did. I expected that when I sat down to meditate, I would experience peace and tranquility immediately. And it mm -hmm. didn't happen. I'm angry about that. And therefore, because I'm angry about that, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. It's like just that self-awareness um, is powerful. And mm -hmm. so thank you for sharing that, Aditi. And, and if we create space for us to continue 
checking in. Madhavapur put a relationship as a competition to see who can serve the other the most. Back to Tirtasomi. So sweet. Thank you for that. Mm -hmm. Beautiful, beautiful reminder. And that's, you know, Madhavapur is touching on right now when, it, when, it, when we're looking at a relationship. And you know, we're going to talk about this more. Uh, Deanna and I are going to be starting a podcast um, mm. called Elevate. And, and the idea of the podcast is uh, we'll be starting it on Wednesday, actually, this week. And uh, there'll be a live portion. There'll be a recorded portion of it is to talk about relationships and lifestyle. And what Madhavapur is sharing right now, it's like, man, that is a vision, right? That is a vision for a relationship, yeah. right? If, if I'm coming together with somebody and, and I have that vision, but their vision is something else, or they don't even know what my vision is, which is oftentimes the case. Like we never really actually discuss what's the vision, what's the purpose, what's the deepest meaning that we're seeking in life with our partners, then you know, it's likely we're gonna be on different pages. It's likely that expectations are gonna be unmet and we're gonna be missing each other and it's gonna be creating conflicts. But yeah. if I'm sitting down with, with my partner and we're sharing a vision, our relationship is a competition to see who can serve the other the most. That's our vision for our relationship. That's what I'm committed to. That's what I'm going to invest in. That's what my whole lifestyle, my whole way of being, my whole way of experiencing life, my practices are going to support that vision. And it's going to be this unbelievable competition of, of uh, mm. expressing that love and, and, and competing in a loving, beautiful way to do that in our relationship. So yeah, it starts with that beautiful shared vision. Thank you, Madhavapur, for sharing that. Mm -hmm. Heart Shanti, Brajasundri, love you too. Madhavapur, he said, my wife is winning. <laughs> love it. Yes, yes, mine too, mine too. <laughs> yeah, winning. it's a game. It's like it's like oh, he's laughing I'm me. Gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna let the other person win. <laughs> it's like we have to compete. <laughs> <laughs> So, okay, awesome. So it's 930. Um, DJ, yeah. do you have any, any closing thoughts? Anything you want to you wanna share is something we mm. could take into our day? Um, maybe I want to hear from you. I, okay. I'm happy to, but you always have beautiful thoughts, but I'm also happy to. I, I feel like I, I've done the majority of talking, and I, oh, I want to give people a chance to, to, to glean your nuggets. All right. Okay, okay, guys. We are in a competition. Today we are in a competition with all the relationships, all the people that we interact with today is is – how we can be more loving. We're in that competition. Mm. They don't need to know about it. They don't need to, we don't need to come up with a shared vision is that in every relationship today, we're gonna, we're gonna enter that relationship saying, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give more love than I receive. That's my intention. Mm. I'm gonna give more love than I receive. Mm. So we're all tasked. You guys up we're for it? Tasks. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yes. Beautiful. Thank you so much for your thank you guys all so much for tuning in. Madhavapuri, Brajasundari, Scott Bakos, I saw you up there. Amanda Stone 153. Everybody, so, so grateful you guys are tuning in with us. We're here every morning, 9 a.m. to 9.30 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time. Also, 8.55 a.m. right before for five minutes. Your budget leads us in a beautiful prayer. And um, we're here every morning. And we want to hear from you. Please share your questions, thoughts, reflections in the comments or write to us on Instagram, our personal or via email. We want to hear from you. We love you. Uh, please take care. Signing off. And Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna.